Welcome back. Your Life Love Lessons Podcast with your host, Joy. I'm coming to you this morning to encourage you while I'm being encouraged myself, okay? Devastation may be all around you, anxiety, depression, or may not. Either way, I am here to say that God sees everything. Nothing is hidden from him. Let us walk and believe. Not just by hearing the word, but by being doers of the word of God. And if you are not a believer in God's word, and you may not believe that Jesus Christ in Nazareth is the Messiah, I still want you to listen to this podcast. I still want you to be a part of this because I'm telling you, once you have Christ, once you taste him, once you experience him, it is life-changing. Okay? Be encouraged. I'm going to read from Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. It says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God is telling us, do not fear. It don't matter what's going on. In your life, around you, in the world, he wants you to not fear. Because we know fear is not of God. He is telling us, he is with us. Do not be dismayed. He is our God. He will strengthen us. He will help us. He will uphold us with his righteous right hand. Come on now. In Psalms, chapter 118, verse 14 to 16 in the NIV version, it says, the Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous the lord's right hand has done mighty things the lord's right hand is lifted high the lord's right hand has done mighty things let us start being thankful let us start being grateful if you woke up this morning say hallelujah say thank you jesus start talking in god's words amen start being positive Start talking over your life. Start walking in your vision. Because when you have God, you have everything. When you're on the winning team and he's your defense, that's your defense attorney. If you're going through tests and trials, lean on him. Cast your cares on him because he cares for you. It's not nothing you're going through that God does not understand. He is real. Amen. Believe in him. All it takes is a small little mustard seed of faith. That's it. And your life is going to change. Believe. That when he is telling us that he's our salvation. He's telling the truth. He's, He's the savior of the world. All those who believe. 
I love that about God because before I got saved, honey, I was a hot mess. I'll tell people that all the time. I just got to keep it a thousand percent. And I know that when God opened my eyes and cleansed me, it was things that he did for me that mankind has never did for me. Okay? And I really mean that because I experienced so much grief feeling like I had nothing, feeling like nobody was there for me. And when God showed me he was always there, hallelujah, that turned my sadness into joy. Listen to this, verse 15 in the NIV version of Psalms chapter 118, it says, Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous. Yes, walk into it. Be thankful. Because when you start like lifting up God's word and, you know, start encouraging people and start speaking over your situation, I know that your environment will change. Okay, because the negativity has to leave. So when you give God thanks and you start talking, just Lord, thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you, Lord, even in this situation. I'm grateful, Father. May you have your way over my life. May you help me, oh Lord. Amen. Start praying for your enemies. Those people that's against you, Father, help them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I forgive them. I'm not going to walk in unforgiveness. I'm going to shout out to you with joy. And I'm going to say, thank you, Lord. Have your way. It's awesome. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Yeah, it's nothing weak about God's spirit, okay? I used to always fear being a speaker. Like, even when I was younger, I could be a class clown all day and act a fool, Okay? I was a, I told you I was a hot mess. However, when I got God's spirit in me and God saved my life, I didn't have that spirit of being timid no more. I could tell people about my testimony and not even be ashamed. I remember when I first felt God's presence after he gave me a vision of what could happen if I don't come over and just give him my life. Like, if I don't decide to give my life to the Lord, I was going to be in some real big trouble with God. Because God had already been talking to me through my auntie, showing me what I was doing, you know, showing to me that what I was doing was not right. So when I came into church, <laughs> I remember that I literally had close to nothing. Okay. I had lost my houses. 
I had lost my cars. I was taken to the mental hospital. And this was by law enforcement. And you know what happened? I'm going to tell y'all something. This is why I can smile. When I got out of that mental hospital, God still had let me keep my whole mind. Amen. And it did not overtake me. The temptation of giving up. The stress and the tension that was on my back. And I went into the church house. (laughs) And I just told my testimony. About how good God is. Do you know like. I felt so good about it. Like all the worries and stress that I had on me. It was nothing compared to God's love. Like it, it was not even the the size of an ant compared to God's huge love in my life. Like I just felt so renewed, so redeemed. Amen. I felt so forgiven. When I repented of my sins and found out that it was this huge God that loves us. Amen. It just... I'm telling you, like, I even get, like, excited right now because it's just so wonderful. And like I said, I would have never voiced things like I did when God had given me a second chance. And even when I told my testimony, it was just so wonderful because it's like I was just letting everything out and was telling people, listen, this is God. Because I know the difference. Before I got saved, I used to go to church. Sure did. Didn't have no relationship with God. I'll leave the club, get up, and then go on to the church house. And I had got baptized before at one point, And I still did not have a relationship. But once God blessed me, And I was able to see that God was real, real, real. Okay. And I was able to ask God for forgiveness. And I could feel every bit of him. Amen. Well, you know, it's so much of God. But when I was able to feel that God was just so sincere in my life. And I I was just so thankful. And I'm telling you guys, it is nothing like him. Nothing. So I know the difference of just going to church, okay? It is a difference. Because when you have a relationship with God, you can praise him outside the church when nobody's looking. Even when you by yourself, you know God is watching you. When you truly believe in God, this is not just a job for you to do if you are working in the ministry. This is the life I love that about God because he encourages us to do better. That's how I know that regular people walking in the flesh and carnality is no way that they wrote the Bible just being in their carnal nature. I know that every single person that wrote those books that's in the word of God 
that they were inspired by God, by the unction of the Holy Ghost, which is God's spirit. I know that for sure because God's word <laughs> is the opposite of what I would do. Like if I was walking in carnality, I would literally be looking at God's word like, huh, what? I can just tell you some scriptures. Even when it say forgive, if regular people wrote that without being inspired, by the invisible God, amen, by the Lord of hosts, they would have said, hey, if somebody hit you, hit them back. Okay, I'm just saying. And that would have been that on that. But when Jesus came, he showed us that even if somebody do it, even if, you know, somebody take you to court, even whatever happens, even when it comes to divorce, he's saying, listen, don't get divorced. Back in the Old Testament, hey, this was the laws because what happens is even when I'm, I'm talking about divorce, because a lot of people don't understand that it was the way a man's heart, the hardening of, of the people's heart. That's why God allowed that. It's just like, I don't want to be all over the place. I just want to give God the glory. <laughs> Amen. Mm-mm-mm. I love it. And then the word of God, I'm still on 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It says, but gives us power. Power? Yeah, God gives us power. Love. I never known a love like this. Amen. He gives us love. Isn't that wonderful? To feel love. To be able to give love. I had not had any idea what love was. Because the way I grew up. I did not have that type of relationship. With my parents. That a, a child would normally have. And I understand that I'm not the only one of course. However the... I want to say this, my biological mother, she did not raise me and my biological father did not raise me. So my cousin had adopted me and even that situation, I was not able to say, you know, hey, mom or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like I called her by her first name because that's what. I was told to do since I can remember. So I didn't understand that type of love. And I always used to feel so unwanted. I used to feel so abandoned. I used to feel so down. You're talking about somebody that when they were young would want to hurt themselves, would want to harm themselves, would even cut on themselves. If I tell you my testimony, hmm, I'm telling you. This is even as a young person, I would talk down on myself and I would just feel so abandoned like an orphan. But God, he takes care of the orphans. He cares about them. Amen. So we're going to encourage each other today. We're going to lift you up. Amen. And God's word does just that. I thank God for being saved. 
I thank God for experiencing who he is. And he is just so much more. We haven't even tapped into the fullness of God. Amen. Because it's so much. I just thank God for just keeping me. And giving me power. To say no to situations. It's just not going to do me good. It's so many things that we have going on in our life. And when you get the power of God in you. And you get his spirit in you. You'll be able to break off those things and say, you know what? I can do better in Jesus name. You don't have to be bound by sin. Because you only going to have a season where the sin is going to feel like good. You know, it's going to feel like it's pleasure to you. But that's only going to be for a season. Because our flesh will never be pleased. That's why we need God in us. We need to receive that salvation of Jesus we need to be cleansed because without it we're going to be miserable love and self-discipline that self-discipline listen to this at times when you feel like your life is uncontrolled With God, he can be able to give you that guidance and that discipline where you was not able to control at that time. Amen. I am going to leave you guys with this. This is in John's chapter 16, verse 33. It says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. This is what Jesus is telling us. He has overcome the world. Come on now. He went through so much just for us to have peace, just for us to be healed, just for us to receive true salvation. Mm. In John's chapter 14, verse 27 in the NIV, it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. This is the Prince of Peace talking to us. And this is what Jesus Christ in Nazareth wants us to know. That he is giving us peace. He's leaving it with us. Come on now. He said, my peace, I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. The world cannot make us happy. Come on now. Let's keep it 100% funky. 100% facts. The world will never, ever be able to give us the peace that God can give us. Through Jesus Christ and Nazareth. He says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Exactly. So if you're going through something right now, don't let your heart be troubled. Cast your cares upon him because he does care for us. Any anxiety, any trouble right now, just say, Father God, in Jesus name, I give you this situation. Have your way around me. Have your way upon me. It's no way that we cannot be excellent. If we are walking in God, come on now, we are going to be more than conquerors. We can do all things through Christ, which gives us the strength.
It says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid because fear is not of God. It is a power. It is of love and a sound mind. That's facts. If you know that somebody is saying, oh, you know, got this, got that. And they are having anxiety and they're always afraid or they got to carry a weapon around with them. Listen, when God is with you, he's stronger than those that's against you. Because if you think about it, the world is the opposite of us. That's why you see some pastors with guns. And you see some of these bishops with guns or they have a whole bunch of security and all of this. Listen, when you have God with you, Paul didn't walk around with no gun, with no uh, weapon. Okay. And once, <laughs> once Peter got it together, he wasn't walking around. Their weapon was God. Let's talk facts. Let us talk facts. Because when you have the Prince of Peace, the King of all kings, amen, the Lord of Lords, the true salvation of life, the true author of life, the creator that woke you up this morning, that laid you down last night, that kept you when you was twisting and turning in your sleep. Or whenever you went to sleep. <laughs> Some people stay up at night and they go to sleep in the daytime, but God kept you. He's keeping you right now to listen to this podcast. If you're still with me, God bless you until we meet again.